It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Hey, welcome in. Glad you're here. Glad to be back. The Nate Brown Show is live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Hope you had a solid weekend. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, even on a Monday. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, live from our downtown studio, Fox Sports Rapid City. A lot of ways you can watch or listen. Yes, this radio show streaming on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show. You've got us. Welcome in studio. Also on YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. We appreciate the subscribers. We're getting closer to the 100 mark on uh, subscriptions. It's free. You know, that that old uh, adage in radio, it's free 99. Subscribe to the Nate Brown Show YouTube channel. You've got us there. And, of course, here on the radio side, welcome in. If you're driving around this Monday, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM, and stream us at foxsportsrapidcity.com. Okay, we're set on a Monday thought-provoking sports talk. Let's have some fun, take some calls, get a question of the day thrown around, and get after it a little bit on this uh, beautiful Monday in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team. Better access, more options at Black Hills Ortho. Also with Urgent Care, start online at bhosc.com. When it comes to staying in the game, continuing your active lifestyle, don't let an injury slow you down. See the expert team, bhosc.com, Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. On the Monday guest lineup, let's look at it. Mike Golick Jr. is going to drop by one of our favorites. Great college player at Notre Dame, now a college football broadcaster and analyst. Mike Golick Jr. is going to pop by uh, tonight as we get started. Michael Rand on from the Twin Cities, senior writer for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. A lot of things to hit with Michael, including the T-Wolves uh, going down in a heap last night. Uh, I don't know if you stayed up late for that one. Not much going on. Uh, <laughs> T-Wolves just get blasted by uh, the Nuggets. Michael Randon, we'll talk a little bit of Twins. Are they going to sign a big deal here with the Twins? Spending some money? What's going on? Uh, Star Tribune senior writer from the Twin Cities. Doug Ottawell's on tonight from Denver. Some news coming out of Mile High, and we'll get to it. Doug Ottawell, milehighsports.com. And finally, Brian Henschen, an old friend of the program, high school sports writer for the Indianapolis Star, indystar.com. Brian Henschen going to pop by on a Monday. Great show. We'll get it ready to go here. 720-1067 is our number. Join us live. On the studio line, 720-1067. If you want to be part of the show, you're welcome in. And the Barons-Wilson text line, ready to go. Direct text the show, 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. Direct text coming in right away. Nate, things that make you go, hmm, T-Wolves losing by 30? Losing, yes, but by 30? <laughs> uh, good point on that, by the way. Most of the NBA playoff games have been pretty close. I've been following a ton of them, and they've all been pretty darn close. Nobody really getting blasted. Leave it to the T-Wolves last night. Nuggets are good now. I mean, this is kind of a team nobody's paying attention to because they, they don't have, like, the, the biggest brand names. You could say Jokic, but everybody's thinking, oh, Nobody puts Jokic up there with the big boys, even though he's the two-time MVP. 
Nikola Jokic, but nonetheless, and, and Denver, Midwest, and the Nuggets haven't been the one seed and the whole thing, but look out for the Nuggets. They just blast the T-Wolves last night. Okay, I want to get started here on the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, with something, uh, a couple of things. A couple of things first. We'll start with the NFL contracts that continue to the next guy in line just gets a bigger deal. And so this popped this morning, and you've heard about it on Fox Sports Rapid City today, that Jalen Hurts is going to get this massive contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. So essentially, um, you know, people say this is the NFL's highest paid quarterback now. Jalen Hurts signing a $255 million extension. And you got to look at it. and We all should know this. What's guaranteed? That's what we're all interested in in these contracts. What's guaranteed? Deshaun Watson had a ton of money guaranteed, $220 million. And then you look at it and you say, okay, what is guaranteed? Lamar Jackson is looking for how much guaranteed. So what did Jalen Hurts get from the Philadelphia Eagles guaranteed? $179.3 million. That's guaranteed. That is the third highest guarantee for any player in the NFL. Deshaun Watson, the biggest one I just told you. Kyler Murray's deal last year, Arizona, he got $189 million guaranteed. Just right in that $10 million gap there. So when I say, well, the next person in line just gets more money, essentially Jalen Hurts, I, I guess in the long run, is going to get a bigger average when it comes to per year. If he makes all of this money over the contract, if he makes this money, $51 million per season, the annual average, that's the highest of anybody. So the guaranteed money's third. It's solid. It's enough. Jalen's set. The $51 million per season average over the life of the deal, five-year contract, he makes all the incentives, that whole thing, $51 million, that's the highest average. So you look at it and you say, Jalen Hurts has passed Josh Allen. He's, um, he's, he's better than Patrick Mahomes, at least in the life of the deal. Mahomes and Allen got big deals, but the deals are just getting bigger and bigger. So I'm going to ask everybody this. Everybody likes to argue and, and say, you can't just give money to the next guy in line. Jalen Hurts was one of these guys in line. You know who else is coming? Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals, Super Bowl under his belt, AFC Championship, another one. I mean, you got you got this guy who's really come out of the scene. He's not just had one good year. He's had a couple of good ones. And so you got Joe Burrow on tap. Some people say Justin Herbert's going to get ready to go here with the Chargers. So where do you slide Jalen Hurts, Fox Sports Rapid City listeners? Where do you sh- uh, slide Jalen Hurts into this mix? He just got a $10 million less guaranteed than Kyler Murray. Does Jalen Hurts deserve that? Well, I would say yes. Kyler Murray, what has he done? That organization he's with hasn't come close to where the Eagles are. Now, I know the roster's great. Philadelphia's roster's much better than Arizona's. Is Jalen Hurts better than Kyler Murray? It seems like it, or maybe he's just on a better team. A little bit hard to tell, but it sure seems like Hurts is better than Kyler, and he's going to get a little bit less money 
over the deal guaranteed. So I'm not complaining about the deal today if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles. I understand people like saying, you're just going to give big dollars and, and the, the next best deal to a guy that's had one good year. Yes, Jalen Hurts has gotten better every year he's been in, but really it has been one good to great year. Let's look at his, at his year. He had uh, 22 touchdown passes, 13 touchdowns on the ground, six interceptions. They went on to the Super Bowl as NFC champions and came up short against the Chiefs. So this is uh, people saying, well, Jalen Hurts got the best deal on this. He had one good year. The Eagles go to the Super Bowl, and Jalen Hurts capitalizes. I can't tell you how it's all going to play out. Is Jalen Hurts going to be worth that investment? But here it is. When I ask you where do you stand on it, here's the scenario. How do you let these guys go and then risk, well, we might be able to find a Bryce Young. We might be able to find a C.J. Stroud. You don't know how those guys are going to play out. Nobody knows. Even the smartest scouts, the smartest guys in the NFL, all of the first-round picks, some of them really, really struggle, and you know it's a shot in the dark. You don't know exactly how that's all going to play out in the NFL, and so that's what the agents have in this deal. That's where the teams that have a quarterback, and the Eagles admitted it. Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Eagles, said, we have a quarterback. We have a guy. He's going to be our guy. So the agents got you. The players got you. That's what's so interesting about the Lamar Jackson scenario. He's a guy, too, I think. But he's not able to secure this deal, at least right now. He's getting that franchise tag piece. It's a scenario that Jalen Hurts says, hey, I'm going to take a little bit less than Kyler Murray. I, I, I guess that'll work. It's $179 million guaranteed. That's the third highest in the league. And it's a big-time average annual value. That's the number one part, $51 million if I make this deal worth it. 255 over five years. So Jalen Hurts takes the deal, and I don't think he's totally, oh, well, the Eagles got hosed here. I don't think that's necessarily the case because that's what I point out this Monday. All of these deals coming up for Joe Burrow, coming up for Justin Herbert. I'm going to say Joe Burrow's in a totally different category than Justin Herbert, but do you believe Justin Herbert's going to get close to the amount of money Jalen Hurts just got today? I think so. When I say close, is he going to be in that realm, 175 guaranteed, something like this? I think he will be. Now, are the Chargers going to get ready to do that? That's the deal because you can't let guys just go as much as we hate the big dollars. Oh, man, you're going to ruin the rest of the team. It's the Kirk Cousins argument. we got to invest $85 million into Kirk. Now you're going to ruin the Vikings. Who are you going to take a risk on to bring somebody in? Does the team um, get impacted by the deal from Jalen Hurts today? They do. But I'm telling you, the impact may be massive if you let a guy go that you think, hey, this guy's shown us he can do some things. He's improved every year. His abilities improved every year. Our wins have improved every year. We just went to the Super Bowl. 
people that can argue uh, over the next couple of years, oh, Jalen Hurts didn't, you know, didn't make up this deal. He didn't live up to this deal. But who could the Eagles go and get? That's what I always find so interesting when people argue you should try and find that next rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. That's your window to win. That's the window. I, I get that's the window. That's how teams win. From the Chiefs to the Eagles, you could say. Are the Eagles going to be as good as they have been? We shall see. It's going to be different. I'll tell you that much. So it's going to get harder for the Eagles, but not as hard as it would have gotten if you let a guy go and then we take a risk on a rookie quarterback. Believe me, coming from a Broncos fan, myself, we've been searching for a Broncos quarterback since Peyton Manning hung it up. We tried thinking about this guy and taking that guy. And I'm telling you, it just doesn't work. You see what I'm saying? It just doesn't work. You have to pay these guys because you're going to lose these guys. And the guy you get is an absolute risk. I mean, a massive risk. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. What's up? Um, so, um... I, I just have a little bit of pushback on that, that whole get a good rookie quarterback and that's your window argument. Okay. Um, so That's what people say, rem- though, right? You, that's what people do, say. Do you, remember, do you remember a guy named Tom Brady? <laughs> um, he, uh, he, he won a bunch of Super Bowls, and yeah. uh, he, he, was, he wasn't a rookie. Uh, um, ben Roethlisberger wasn't a rookie. Like it, it, It's kind of a really what-have-you-done-for-me-lately argument because um, there's plenty of plenty of veteran quarterbacks that have won it and that have been really, really good, and it's just about how you build your team. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is like uh, a one-off unicorn type of guy, but... But the um, Chiefs just won with him, by the way, and they're paying him pretty big money. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, it's like, yeah, if you can find a good rookie, that's kind of like finding a needle in a haystack, but... So you can't... um, You don't get rid of Jalen Hurts today, either. You can't. Oh, good. No. Why? Why would you... Like you got a sure thing, man. Like it's that is where front offices make their money. Is okay. We did have to pay this guy. Now how can we build team around him? Yep. So no, it, I... and it's not and it's not always the quarterback. A lot of times it's the quarterback, but sometimes you got somebody like a DeAndre Hopkins or um, like Pittsburgh's defense for years. Like sometimes you just have like a special unit or a special um, like a skills guy that you can just build the whole team around. But more often than not, it is your quarterback that you have to pay and then figure out how to build a team around him. That's what front offices are for. I think you make a good point. Appreciate you, man. Thanks yeah, for getting Have in. a good day, man. All right. Uh, getting off and running on a Monday. No, I mean, it, it, that's the thing. He makes a good point is not all teams that win do it with rookies. That's what people have said lately over the past four or five years saying, you can only win with a quarterback on a rookie contract because they don't take up all the salary cap. They don't take up all the money. Um, how do the Cowboys do with Dak on his deal? Not not well. Okay, So you can find certain examples where teams did well. The Patrick Mahomes on a rookie deal. The Joe Burrow with the Bengals on a rookie deal. Will the Eagles turn back after this deal with Hurts? Will the Bengals turn back after a bigger deal with Joe Burrow? I'm here to tell you, 
Jalen Hurts getting $179 million guaranteed today. What do you think Joe Burrow's going to get? You look out. Look out. I would tell you, I have a feeling, I never thought anybody would get a deal like Deshaun Watson, $220 million guaranteed. Joe Burrow might be in that realm. Joe might be in that realm. Will the cheap Cincinnati Bengals go down that road? That's amazing, but I think they'll have to. It's my whole point today. You can't let guys go and take the risk of somebody you just don't know about. That's why guys get paid the bigger deal. The next man up, Joe Burrow. Even Justin Herbert He's going to get a massive deal. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. What do you think on this? Well, if, if, if I'm one of these star quarterbacks, I'm also looking at my organization. I mean, who would you rather be? Um, Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia or Kyler Murray in Arizona? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. John Watson in Cleveland. Yeah, you're making more money, but you ain't going to win squat with those. With uh, I mean, Arizona's probably one of the worst franchises in the league. In fact, I heard today they rated the franchise as the players did, and Arizona was an F. So, because of the owner and also... They're struggling. There's, they're struggling. There's not a lot of talent there. It's same with uh, Cleveland's the same way. So, yeah, you got some money, but you'll never win a Super Bowl unless... You know, I mean, they're paying you so much money. How, what kind of players can they really get under, instead of the cap? to get you decent players around you to you know, to have a running game, to have an offensive and have a defense that uh, can stop teams. I mean, I'd much rather be a, a Jalen Hurts or a Mahomes. Everybody was you know, saying, what a deal the Chiefs got. They were smart, yeah. He gets $500 million over, you know, they over spread 10 that years puppy or whatever out. it yes. is. Yes. But he's also got a great organization. You know, he knows he's going to be in the, in the running for the playoffs. And a division title every year. You, I'd much rather be one of those guys than than Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray. Yeah, they're, they're going to get paid, but they're not going to win anything. How about they're this? How about this? Head knocked off. Will, will you get? Will you give Joe Burrow the biggest deal? That's going to be one that's coming up. Meaning Deshaun Watson type money. Do you have to do that? I don't think so. I would. Hmm? I'd give him in the fifty million a year range. So he's. He's in with with uh, Hertz and and um, I think he's going he, to he's going to say, "What do you mean? I'm better than Hertz. I'm better than Deshaun Watson. I'm better than all these guys." Well, I'm, I'm thinking that's why Lamar Jackson. He really, he, you know, he's been hitting at higher money, but he also realizes he's got a really good organization and a really good team. So he's going to make some noise, but he's not going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave mm. uh, Baltimore. You gotta you gotta look at where. <laughs> What other teams are you know want you and what 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 they've got around you? You, know, you can go there and get your head knocked off by some team and get a lot of money. But I know I'm also looking at you know for years Brady had his contract renegotiated so he could yes yes could he took some other players money. Yes, in yes restructure his contract so other players they could bring other players in around him. And Mahomes I think is the same way. Yes, similar. I think he, yep. He, and so that's, I guess that's, I'm one of those kind of guys. I think I want to, you know, I want to get paid, but I also understand if if they put a team around me, I'm going to get paid in a lot of ways, other through endorsements and other things. If if I'm a winning Super Bowl, so yeah, that's there's a good, extra yeah, money good out there, and, and other than salary and endorsements, there's 
expect more money probably if you're probably. I would say from endorsements, uh, the home side makes as much or more a year from endorsements as he does from his oh, contract. Oh, massive. No, so, no doubt as a winner. All right, man. I appreciate it. Right. Thanks for getting in as we get going on a Monday, the Nate Brown Show live. Um, you know, essentially my question, it's not the question of the day, by the way. My question is, who is out there that would let these guys go? You just let them go. Hey, Jalen Hurts had one good year, took us to the Super Bowl, but we can't go $51 million per season on an annual average deal over five years. We can't go $179 million guaranteed. Who's out there that would let these guys go and then Philadelphia just thinks they can figure it out with somebody else? I told you my example is my Denver Broncos. We haven't figured it out with anybody. And now we went with Russell Wilson. I'm not bailing yet. Some of you are. I'm not bailing yet. I haven't bailed yet. Not once. A little rough last year with Nathaniel Hackett, I will tell you. But I'm not bailing yet. We'll see. But it's hard to figure out with, well, let's just try this guy. If you've got a guy, that's why Joe Burrow's going to get a massive deal. I am going to put him up there with the Deshaun Watson deal. I don't know if anybody would do that. But I see these guys. Kyler Murray, $189 million guaranteed. Jalen Hurts, $179 million guaranteed. So what do you think Joe Burrow can command? This is going to be a big boy. Um, listener text. I think Justin Herbert's going to get more than Hurts. Depending on when Joe Burrow gets signed, I think the timing will dictate which one of those two makes more. Joe Burrow's got to make even more than Justin Herbert, really, when you when you really look at it. Justin Herbert's kind of like this guy. He's like, yeah, really nice player. What is he? What what's the team done around? What, what have they done on that rookie deal around him? How, how have the Chargers done? Not much. Yeah, that's that's not a great success story there with the Justin Herbert rookie deal. Um, but he's going to get a lot of money. I agree with you on Herbert's going to be in this Jalen Hurts category, even though he hasn't done the Super Bowl run. I get it. Uh, Lister text Hurts has done more than. Allen or Murray, really the Eagles probably got off easy. Hmm, 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 hmm. All right, um, let's see. Listener text, just imagine what my Packers have to decide on Jordan Love. He has one year to prove it or ditch him. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, isn't it? You got one year, pressure-packed year. Okay, Jalen Hurts, $179 million guaranteed. The point as we start the show you just can argue about it, but you aren't going to let these guys go. The Eagles said it. We have our guy. We have a guy. If you have a guy, and even the Kirk Cousins haters, the Vikings had a guy. Who else should the Vikings have gotten? It's, it's your guy, and you got to pay the guys. By the way, the Kirk Cousins contract on these new deals, he's going to be like middle of the road. Kirk Cousins is going to be getting like 15th most on an annual basis from the Vikings. Bargain? Kirk Cousins? I never thought I'd hear it. Mike Golick Jr. getting us started on a Monday. A lot to discuss tonight, including uh, the rage in the NBA after the weekend. There's this big controversy in the NBA after the weekend games. And I'm going to get right in the middle of it. I have a big opinion on it. They, they kind of want to change a rule of basketball. 
I want to get into that first. Mike Golick Jr. getting us started. He'll join us live next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin's Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows dip down to about 41 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Southeasterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 76. Cloudy skies expected. Cloudy skies again tomorrow night. Scattered thunderstorms likely 38. Mixed precipitation possible at times Wednesday and Thursday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 62. Being in a different profession for 38 years, um, it was rather scary to go into a business of my own. When I decided to be able to go into this business, I worked with Joni, who helped me get set up with banking for my business, and just helping me figure out what I need to do to navigate being self-employed. Banking with Pioneer Bank makes me feel like that small town that I grew up in. They're just like family. They're there to help take care of you and to help you be successful. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Need somewhere to go for a quick bite to eat for lunch? Murphy's has you covered with a half sandwich and soup lunch special, plus daily specials to get you fueled up and ready for the rest of the day. Meet and eat for lunch at Murphy's, a Rapid City icon. New Chevy trucks and SUVs are arriving daily at Danny Menho Rapid Chevrolet. Get big savings on select new 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500s with our exclusive Danny Menho $1500 discount. Get 0% APR financing on any new 23 Silverado 1500. SUV buyers get financing as low as 1.9% APR on 23 Equinoxes. All credit applications accepted. Find new roads at Danny Menho Rapid Chevrolet or DannyMenhoRapidChevrolet.com. Length of finance, contracts are limited with qualified credit. Expires 4-30-23. For nearly 100 years, Connects has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Hey, welcome back in. We're just getting going on a Monday, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. The Nate Brown Show Live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us at FoxSportsRapidCity.com right there on your phone. Welcome in if you're watching on Twitter. Follow us at Nate Brown Show. Welcome in studio. Michael Rand coming up, senior writer, Minneapolis Star Tribune. News out of the Twin Cities on the T-Wolves front. It's not great last night. Just got 
just got pounded by the Nuggets. Um, you got twins trying to spend some money here, which I find interesting. StarTribune.com straight ahead. Mike Golick Jr. is in getting us started on a Monday. His podcast, Gojo Show. Okay? Download it where you find your podcast, The Gojo Show. Find him on Twitter at Mike Golick Jr. Stock NFL and more. Mike, good to have you back on. How are you? I'm doing well. Appreciate you having me. Always appreciate your time. So let's get into this, man. Um, I just started the show with the Jalen Hurts deal, and I, I put it this way. There's there's a group of folks that say maybe you could do a better way of doing business if you don't have to do these massive deals at quarterback, and then you get that rookie deal, and, and we see the Bengals did well with Joe Burrow, the Chiefs early on with Mahomes, and th- that whole thing. But I say, Mike, you can't just find guys. Is Jalen Hurts the guy? What do you think of the deal? Yeah, I think he's the guy, and he's the guy that hit it at the right time. I think you're absolutely right. And I've heard a lot of smart people, Nate Tice over at The Athletic is someone who said this pretty loudly, that we're starting to get to a point where I think we overrate the value of that rookie contract a little bit. Because what you pointed out is really at the crux of all of this. Do you think you've got the dude you can win with? It's the hardest thing to find in pro sports is the dude at that position in particular because the combination of what that position asks and how dependent that position can be at times on the team around them is as difficult as anything in sports. And so Philadelphia found that, found it in the second round, and then gambled on the fact because of that, all right, they might have to make this decision a little bit quickly. They supported him. They put the things around him that you'd want for your quarterback. They brought him A.J. Brown as a wide receiver after drafting Devontae Smith the year before. They had a defense that had 70 sacks on the other side of the ball, one of the most potent rushing attacks in the, in the NFL because of that offensive line. And what did Jalen Hurts do? He was at his best when his best was required of him. He played great football this season and was the runner-up for the MVP. He was one of the better. Most people would look at the Super Bowl and say he played the better game of the two quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes just happened to make the timely plays. And so when all that comes together, I don't know how you can make an argument for not paying him, especially based on where you are as a team as Philadelphia. What do you think from a player side of this? Um, Jalen Hurts goes for... $51 $51 million per season, the annual average value, if he makes all this money, okay? But it's $179 million guaranteed. He took a little less guaranteed than Kyler Murray. What do you think of that approach? He, he essentially took a little less, plenty of guaranteed, but he gets the highest annual value. Yeah, you know what? I think it's a good reminder as we've had so many of these conversations about Lamar Jackson's contract. And as soon as everyone saw this, people thought about Burrow and Herbert is there's a lot of ways to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And Nicole Lynn, his agent, did a phenomenal job with this contract. And Jalen Hurts, I think, understood one. All right. I want to make sure I get a lot of money. I want to make sure in some ways I'm a record setter and they achieve that here. He also understands that he is in an ideal environment there with the Philadelphia Eagles roster and front office and what Howie Roseman and company have been able to do. And so we heard Andy Reid talking about this relative to the Patrick Mahomes deal in Kansas City not too long ago. Patrick Mahomes recognized the great situation he was in out there and wanted to continue to have some flexibility for the rest of the team in filling out the roster. And so he took what everyone involved admits is a bit of a team-friendly deal, even when you see the half-a-billion-dollar price tag there. And so I think for Jalen Hurts, there's some understanding that 
He was great at the right time. Is he a consensus top three, top five quarterback? Kind of depends on the day, but he was good enough at the right time to be in range for that conversation, and that gets you a market-setting contract in one way or another. Mike Golick Jr. joins us tonight. His podcast, Gojo Show, he's on Twitter at Mike Golick Jr. Appreciate him coming on Fox Sports Rapid City. So uh, we went to the next one. You just said it, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. So I I see it this way, just by the looks of it, Mike. Justin Herbert's going to get, I think, as much as Jalen Hurts in the next deal. And then that means, does Joe Burrow get up in the Deshaun Watson guaranteed money level? How do you see these two guys? Uh, I see it as both of them being worth in that range. Like, they should both absolutely, now that the deal is set, because it's not a matter of me figuring out which of these guys I like best and ordering them. Like, obviously, if we're talking about these three, I think Jalen Hurts is probably third as far as the ability I think these guys all bring to the position. But that's not how this works. It's who's up next. And what I see here is two organizations that have been historically cheap in the Chargers and the Bengals sweating this out to try and figure out who's going to get it done first. The Ravens continuing to sow the seeds of the damage they did by not signing Lamar Jackson at this same juncture in his career. In 2020, when he was eligible for the extension, coming off of a a postseason where they finally got a playoff win, his MVP in 2019, you had the opportunity to get out in front of all this, including the Deshaun contract, and you didn't. And so now, for Cincinnati and for the Chargers, you get to make the choice of, do I want to let another contract go and come and pass before I do what I know I should do anyway, which is sign the guy that I know is the future of my franchise. See, that's interesting. And you just talked about, will the Chargers and Bengals both get those deals done, do you believe? I think so. I think for the Bengals, let's put it this way, this is a huge indictment of that front office and and ownership group if they manage to mess this up. Because Joe Burrow has forced them to do what the Bengals never really want to do. You look at that organization historically, they have only been concerned about being good up to a certain point. And that's enough to put butts in seats and not totally embarrass the city. And you give credit to everyone that was a part of that organization in the Andy Dalton years for what they managed to do. But now Joe Burrow's come in and immediately raised the bar. He went out there behind an offensive line that couldn't protect him and dragged them to a Super Bowl anyway two years ago. And he's injected life and excitement around that team in that city. And so if you're that front office and that ownership group, you cannot mess this up. So, yes, I absolutely think they will get a deal done because Joe Burrow's resume right now is unassailable as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay, what do you think Mike Golick Jr. happens to Lamar Jackson? I'm having people say, well, I think he's just going to go back to the Ravens here. Um, What do you think is going to happen with this? At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up back in Baltimore. It seems like whether it is what people believe to be some form of collusion or if it really just is people uncomfortable with the setup of the non-exclusive tag where if they go and do all this work, the Ravens come in and swoop in and just make it a non-issue, and now you got to pick up the pieces on the other side. I think it's more than likely he ends up in Baltimore, but I think it would have to be on a long-term deal. I don't believe there's any world where he comes back in and plays on that $32.5 million non-exclusive franchise tag. I think he's got an incredible amount of leverage to make the Ravens deeply uncomfortable if that's the game that they want to play. And so I think for both parties, it would end up being best 
for them to come to the table before the deadline in July, get a long-term deal done, and then get back to the business of trying to make this football team better in the ways the Ravens have actually addressed this offseason. Bringing in Todd Munkin, an offensive coordinator, signing a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., a wide receiver, none of which works without Lamar Jackson, and Baltimore has to know that. Okay, as a football player, Mike Golick Jr., I got to ask you my question of the day. Which athlete has more success, a football player in the NBA or an NBA player in the NFL? Who plays? Paul George, really going to town on the summer radio topics earlier in spring. I respect (laughs) him for understanding content and giving us all this win. You know what? It it, it pains me to say he's probably right that just baseline coming in, if you were to put one of them on the field tomorrow – the NBA player probably has just a little bit better shot because you can whittle down their role a little bit more. You can bring them in in the red zone and say, hey, just jump really high in the corner. We're going to throw the ball away so you don't have to worry about getting hit. I bet they'd struggle to get off press. I know if they got hit the first time, we'd see probably someone fold like a cheap deck foot. On the other side, he is right that shooting is so skilled. You've got a lot of NFL players. i got a lot of former teammates that fancy themselves great basketball players. But I think he might be right, as painful as that is for me. Jason Kelsey and Paul George, the debate, um, and Mike Golick Jr. enters it on the football side. i got to have that Gojo Show podcast. He's here on the Nate Brown Show. Follow him on Twitter at Mike Golick Jr. Mike, always appreciate the time. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Mike Golick Jr. getting us started on a Monday, breaking down the Hurts situation and the QB uh, uh, contracts coming up. His podcast, Gojo Podcast, on Twitter at Mike Golick Jr. That's my question of the day. The debate over the weekend was this. Which athlete has more success? NBA player in the NFL, NFL player trying to play in the NBA. My question of the day on the Nate Brown Show. Uh, I want you to tell me this. 720-1067. Great opinions on this. Great opinions. Matt Kearney, producer of the Nate Brown Show, says the NFL player in the NBA does better. He says the NFL player in the NBA does better. What's your uh, answer to this Murphy's question of the day brought to you by Murphy's downtown Main Street, Rapid City, Thursday night, live music at Murphy's. You want to know it? Tanner Johns starting at 530, Sriracha BLT for their lunch special this week. At Murphy's downtown, $20 gift card to Murphy's for a question of the day answer. We'll pull it out. Random winner. Let's see the votes. Which athlete has more success, okay? NBA player trying to play in the NFL. NFL player trying to play in the NBA. Uh, Elite athletes themselves, okay? Elite athletes. What's the uh, audience saying so far? Let's update this. Which athlete has more success, NBA player trying to play in the NFL or NFL player trying to play in the NBA? 57% of the audience right now voting NBA player in the NFL. So you say the NBA guy has more success trying to play in the NFL. 43% say it's the NFL player having more success in the NBA. Okay, here's what I got to tell you on this, okay? I got a strong answer on this. You let me know, 720-1067 is our number if you want in. The answer on this is NBA player in the NFL has more success. Why is that? I understand. It's kind of like Mike just said. 
yeah, they're going to get hit and they'll whine or maybe they'll cry, maybe they'll flop. I mean, I, I <laughs> it's not like they're going to be super tough. But let me just tell you, I've seen football guys trying to play basketball. I've seen football players trying to play basketball. And when you're a football player, sometimes these guys can't dribble. They can't shoot. I understand elite of the elite. So that's what I'm talking here, NFL and NBA. But you better be able to handle the rock. If I'm a football player, I'm getting my pocket picked. If I'm a football player, I can't shoot at a high enough clip. I've seen, I mean, I see football players. You see these guys, they, they try and play basketball. They're Brick City. They are Brick City. So I'm going to tell you, the NBA player in the NFL, like LeBron James, you want to see LeBron James out there at tight end or rush end? You think LeBron James would be good enough to do that? Maybe tight end, wide receiver, 6'9", 260? I'll take that. I will take that all day. Now, I know there's been some crossover. You've had Antonio Gates was a football basketball player. Antonio Gates. How about our friend Ephraim Salam? Ephraim comes on this show time to time, Fox Sports Radio. He played college basketball and football at San Diego State. Then he went to the NFL. Okay? There's, there's a little crossover, but if I'm voting, I'm going NBA player. Big enough, fast enough, not tough enough, so it's not going to be a great career, but they have a better chance stepping on the field rather than if I grab an NBA player or an NFL player and throw them onto the basketball court tonight against the Warriors. That's not happening. Michael Rand is in next, senior writer, Minneapolis Star Tribune. Are the Twins spending money today? This one's interesting to me. We'll get into the Vikings scenario. A player is not going to come to voluntary workouts. What's that mean? Michael Rand, Star Tribune next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. First Gold continues to be Deadwood's most rewarding gaming destination. Every Friday through Sunday, win your share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings. Don't miss the lucky $7,000 giveaway on Saturday night, where we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, April 29th, it's Deadwood's biggest single-day giveaway, the $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. First Gold Gaming Resort, it's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. Have you suffered an injury or maybe you're experiencing pain that just won't get better? There's an expert team of physicians right here in Rapid City ready to help you get back in the game. The Rehab Doctors. They're the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush and they're the team that wants to help you get back on track. You have a choice for your medical care and there's no referral necessary. For pain relief without surgery, take the first step to feeling better. Just go to therehabdoctors.com. When it comes to protecting your home and your belongings, what works for your neighbor most likely won't work for you. 
insurance is personal. And that's why the coverage specialists at Fisher Rounds & Associates work with you to tailor a policy that protects your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions at the most reasonable cost possible. We sweat the small and the big stuff so you don't have to. That's at your service, at your side. Fisher Rounds & Associates, with offices in Pier, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown. I'm with Brian at Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. Pretty much every season has its unique needs for car repairs and maintenance, does it not? So true. The AC charge is now the coolant flush, and the get my brakes and tires ready for winter rushes here. We still offer mobile synthetic blend oil changes for only $34.99 to lifetime brakes for just $329 an axle for most vehicles. Now that's pads, rotors, labor, and of course, the lifetime guarantee. People need to jump on that. You know, they really do, as these deals will not last forever. See anytimeanytime.com for an entire page of money-saving service and detail coupons. I think most people think the days of the friendly neighborhood mechanic were long gone. Well, here at Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, we want to change that. We're here to be your trusted neighborhood automotive caretaker. Come see Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, folks. The place to trust. Your AAA and ASC certified service center. See AnytimeAnytime.com and as always at the corner of Highway 79 and East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales in the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the iCouple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on a Monday. Hope you had a solid weekend. Five questions from Chris coming up tonight on a Monday. My heart goes out to our loyal listener, Chris. He's going through a tough time right now, Chris. Hope you're doing okay. Sending in five questions to the Nate Brown Show. We'll have it for you and hopefully uh, light up the day a little bit. Coming up, Doug Ottawa straight ahead. Mile High Sports live from Denver. We'll talk to Doug coming up. There's a college football program who's lost seven players down there in Colorado. What's going on? Seven players in the last couple of days. Doug Ottawa coming up. Let's go out to Minneapolis. Senior writer, StarTribune.com. Michael Rand covers the Minnesota sports scene. A lot of things popping. T-Wolves go down in a heap last night, Michael. Good to have you on. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Let me, let me start with Timberwolves. I had a listener text in and say... Nate, Timberwolves lose by 30? Come on. Okay, they lose, but by 30? What, what should we think of last night at Denver? You know, I think it was a lot of things, and I wrote about this this afternoon. I think, you know, A, they just didn't play well. I mean, I, I don't think you can make – You got even if there's explanations, uh, the way they played, I don't think they can play much worse than that. But I think they were – I think there's maybe a little bit of a emotional and physical hangover from – the way the season ended, I think, you know, they had to play that game 82 against the Pelicans where 
if they lose, they're the nine seed, and they've got to you know go the tougher playing route. Then they had the overtime game against the Lakers, and they had to beat the Thunder just to get into the playoffs. So they've been playing kind of you know elimination style games for three games in a row, and before that, probably two months worth of games that had kind of a playoff feel to it. So once they got to the playoffs, I think maybe they were tired. You know, they've got a lot of guys hurt. They're a little tired. They're a little banged up right now. So. I don't think you use that as an excuse, but I think that explains some of it. Um, but I think I think Denver's a bad matchup for them. I think they've they've got some some issues with with that. With you know, I think they're just going to be hard to a hard team to defend, a hard team to score against to a certain degree. I just think there's going to be some there's going to be some issues against Denver that's going to be that's going to give them some trouble. So I think there's a lot of different things at once. What do you think the Minnesota sports fans think about the Rudy Gobert trade? I mean. We've seen Rudy Gobert this season, and you look at it and say, then he had the dust up here and got suspended. I, I know that's now in the past, but it's but it's a factor. What do Minnesota Timberwolves fans think of the Rudy Gobert deal? Uh, they pretty much hate it, and uh, probably for good reason. I don't think there's a lot of people that are on board right now with it, and I, I don't blame them, right? There was this, you know, Even if you can separate it out and say Gobert played better towards the end of the season this year, I think he's been a different player since Conley got here. Even if you can kind of parse all that out, you got to look at what they gave up to get him. You know, the, the four first-round draft picks. My goodness. Um, you know, a, a promising rookie, a pick swap, and three players who were, you know, solid rotation players. Now, I think if you add all those things up, there's not like one piece of massive value there because I think as long as you have Anthony Edwards, as long as you have – Carl Anthony Towns or some equivalent value for Carl Anthony Towns if he ends up getting traded at some point and go bear still. You're not going to be the worst team in the league. You're probably not going to be in the lottery, although they were close this year. So, you know, if you're talking about a bunch of picks that are in the teens and 20s, like it, it's forgivable. It's just hard to look at this now and say that was a, that was a fair swap. They gave up a lot to get him. Mean, he was not the difference maker they hoped he would be this year. Do you, do you worry about a sweep here? Yeah, I think that's in play. I think we'll, I think we'll know more with how they come out Wednesday. If they get their doors blown off again by fifteen or twenty on Wednesday, and and then it just looks like you know there's not much hope there. Even then, I could still see them taking Game Three, maybe. But I think Wednesday will tell us a lot about whether this is a series or whether it's over in five or less. But I think it's certainly possible that it could be a sweep based on what we saw. It is, I mean, with Naz Reed hurt, with Gobert's back not the best, with Jaden McDaniels out, they just don't have a lot of depth right now. And depth was one of their strengths this season. Um, you know, kind of surviving without Carl Anthony Towns for 52 games. They just don't have a lot of depth right now. Michael Rand on tonight, StarTribune.com senior writer uh, from the Twin Cities on Twitter at Rand Ball. I want to go to the Twins here. So Pablo yep. Lopez, they, they bring in in that trade with the Marlins. Luis Arise yep. goes to the Marlins, and some people kind of wondered about that. Eh, Arise was a popular player, had a great season. And they get Lopez, now they're finalizing a contract extension, four yep. years, $73.5 million. What do you think? I think he's, he's been pretty good so far. I mean, I, I think they when you make a trade like that, it's definitely with the idea that you are going to be committed to this pitcher for the long term. I don't think you trade a batting champion like Luis Arise for someone you think is only going to be here for one or two years. Now, I think Lopez did have a little bit more team control, which they bought out with this move. But the way he's pitching right now, four years, $73 million feels reasonable. Pitching is... Pitching's expensive these days. He's pitching like an ace. I know it's only what four four starts or so so far, but 
he is very much looking like a top of the rotation pitcher and the kind of guy they're going to want around. I mean, they don't have a lot of guys signed through next year. I mean, you look at Sonny Gray, he's on the last year of his deal. Kent Maid is on the last year of his deal. I think Tyler Malley is, is, is done after this year unless they, unless they do something with him. So they don't have a lot of options that are locked in right now, aside from Joe Ryan and now Pablo Lopez um, with this extension. So I think they need some, need some guys who are going to be here for the long haul and not just, uh, not just for this year. Right-hander Pablo Lopez for the Twins leads the major leagues in strikeouts. 33 strikeouts, yeah. 26 innings. They're going to give him a big, uh, pretty big deal. So the Twins spending some money here. Um, Correa, you know, so yeah. how good are the twins here in the AL central? Mm-hmm. How good do you feel? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a long season. Yeah. So far so good. I mean, the, the, two, the two things that have, that have been the most encouraging this year are a, the pitching and B that they've been competitive against these teams that have given them a lot of trouble, especially last year. You look at Houston and New York, absolutely just destroyed them a year ago. I think they were 0-6 against the Astros last year, and they win two out of three against Houston this year. They go to New York, they win the first two, lose the next two, but a four-game split in New York, I think you'll always take that, especially you know scoring nine runs in the series opener in the first inning, kind of showing that they're, you know, I don't think they're, I think their offense is still going to be very much a work in progress. They've got a lot of guys missing right now, and even when everybody's healthy, I don't think they're more than an average offense, but the pitching looks really good right now, and if they can pitch, you know, if they can play defense, which they've shown so far, they're going to be in a lot of games. I I went into the season feeling more optimistic after kind of I saw the the way the whole se- the, the way the whole off season went down, and with the depth, the kind of quality depth they were adding with some of these kind of periphery moves like Michael A. Taylor, um, like Solano, just some of these guys who can step in and be veterans when guys are injured. They didn't have that last year, and they have that this year. Talking Minnesota sports with Michael Rand. He's on at StarTribune.com for the best coverage. Senior writer. Uh, one Vikings hit here. Daniel yeah. Hunter's not going to come to voluntary workouts. Voluntary workouts. Yeah. He doesn't have a big deal as opposed to some nope. players. What do you think? Yeah. What do you make of this? I think he wants a new contract, and I think this is an interesting one. I think he's he's a guy who's you know obviously you know came back and had a pretty decent bounce back year last year, but maybe he was a little miscast playing in a three four scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was talking to some of my colleagues the other day, like you know I think we made an assumption that you know someone like uh, Darius Smith could be the trade target. The deal Hunter could be the trade target uh, heading into the draft here would not surprise me. I think something's got to give with one of those guys because they signed Marcus Davenport in the offseason. You're not going to have three high-priced edge rushers, especially in that scheme. Why do you think they're uh, fading on Daniil Hunter? I think part of it is just that he has the most value, and I think too you look at it and you know he's been injury-prone, and and maybe it's a scheme thing. Maybe they've just decided that he's he's not he's not the guy. They that a combination of not the right fit. Plus, I think he's 28 right now. You could get some. You could maybe get some value from him. Whereas, you know, a guy like Zadarius Smith, it's 30 going on 31. I think maybe they're maybe maybe they're looking to get a little bit younger and looking to recoup some of the draft capital they'll need to get better in the future. Is this the last year with Kirk Cousins? I think it is. I do. I don't know that for sure, um, but I, I do feel like they're 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 doing everything they can right now to position themselves to move on. And I do feel like eventually. They need to, you know, they need to hit on that young quarterback who's a going to give them some more upside and b going to give them a little bit of payroll flexibility. Because I just don't think I don't think if you're realistic, if Kirk Cousins hasn't elevated a team to 
true Super Bowl contention yet. Is he really going to do it now that he's about to be in his age 35 season? I don't think so. I think he's a good quarterback. He's not a quarterback that elevates you. He's not a quarterback that makes those off-script plays that you need to make to win games in the NFL these days. I just think they're ready to move on, even if they like him as a player. Michael Rand joins us, senior writer, StarTribune.com. He's here on the Nate Brown Show on Twitter at Rand Ball. Michael, always great, man. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Take care. Appreciate your time. Michael Rand, StarTribune.com, senior writer, Minneapolis Star Tribune, on Twitter at Rand Ball, here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Daniil Hunter, um, not going to show up for the voluntary workouts. That's just kind of a sign of, ah, I'm not happy with my deal right now, and I need to make some more money. Interesting to hear that maybe the Vikings would trade Hunter and get some value. And now it's Kirk Cousins. Um, feels like the last year, but what are the Vikings going to do? Are they going to draft middle-round quarterback this year and just take a shot like, oh, maybe we can find somebody? That that rarely works out. I know there's the Dak Prescott story and the Tom Brady story. It rarely works out. It's more like Kellen Mond. You know, they tried that a couple of years ago. Hey, let's take Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. It's, it's a mess. And so the Vikings going to go middle-round quarterback this year? Are they going to wait next year, do some trades? We've got to give up some value there to try and get up high to take one of the top guys next year. It's all interesting on the business side when it comes to the Vikings trying to move on from Kirk Cousins, maybe after this next season. Getting set for the drive at five on a Monday. A lot to cover, including this debate in basketball. Somebody's talking, and I mean, a lot more people are talking about it now. Should they get rid of this rule in basketball? I've got a strong take on it. I'm going to get after that. First, Brian Henschen's in from the Indianapolis Star. What's more important here for high school athletes? He writes on high school sports in Indiana. So, so let's talk about this. High school sports or club sports? What's best for you? Brian Henschen on next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. This isn't just the sound of a legendary Brunswick pool table. It's the sound of families about to make memories together. And while this may sound like the hum of a spa, listen closely and you'll hear backyard fun for years to come. So while Splash City's guarantee of quality sure sounds good, we know quality time sounds even better. Who wants another burger? Splash City, 1024 West Omaha, across from Connects in Rapid City. 
Need tires? Denny Menno Rushmore Honda will match anyone's price on tires. Plus, give you two-year road hazard coverage at no extra charge. And for a limited time, get a $100 instant discount plus any available manufacturer's rebates on sets of four tires. Our experts help you get the right tires for your vehicle, and we match any price, give you two years of road hazard coverage, and a $100 instant discount. That's how we roll. See us at Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda or JustHowWeRoll.com. First Gold continues to be Deadwood's most rewarding gaming destination. Every Friday through Sunday, win your share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings. Don't miss the lucky $7,000 giveaway on Saturday night, where we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, April 29th, it's Deadwood's biggest single-day giveaway, the $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. First Gold Gaming Resort, it's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Your sports, your show on a Monday, the Nate Brown Show, back and ready, kicking off the work week. We are live, 4 to 6, Fox Sports Rapid City. If you missed some of the show, some of the guests, we had Mike Golick Jr. on tonight getting us started. Always a great football guest. Go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. You can find the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, the Nate Brown Show podcast available. You can download it, listen at your own convenience. We are live with Brian Henschen, our old friend from... The Argus Leaders now been covering high school sports. The Indianapolis Star, IndyStar.com. Brian underscore Henshin on Twitter. And he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Brian, good to have you back. How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. We're off and running on a work week. Uh, first things first, I got to ask you here. You're in Indianapolis. Do the Colts need to make a move here? I mean, are you going to bring in Lamar Jackson? Are you going to – Are you? Should they do this deal? I mean, you don't cover the NFL. Give me your read here. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not a big NFL guy. So Come on. I also, enjoy, I also enjoy chaos. So, for me personally, and hopefully this doesn't make its way back to town, so I'll probably get yelled at, but the worse the Colts are and the funnier ways they find to lose, the more I enjoy it. <laughs> so, I hope that they stay right where they are and they lose with all the QBs. So like sad. the game that they lost, was it to the Vikings? I thought that was awesome. Oh, so because sad. I have friends from Minnesota, but you know, I mean, it's just such a funny way for Colts fans to lose. And just, I mean, the social media watching the meltdown across, you know, Twitter out here in Indy is, is unlike anything, and it, it's, it's fun to watch. I bet, I <laughs> bet. Uh, by the way, how big are the Colts in Indianapolis? Uh, big. They're they're probably the biggest thing. The only thing that probably rivals them is IU. Um, but yeah, they're a huge deal. 
No, there's no doubt. Okay, I wanted to get your read on that. By the way, if I am the Colts, I'm trying to get Lamar Jackson. That's 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 my take. I know it's going to cost, but um, I don't see much happening for the Colts there if they don't get Lamar Jackson or somebody. Okay, let me go to this high school stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've got something going on right now. So you're covering high school girls softball a lot. Here in South Dakota, we just started girls sanctioned yeah. softball. And so that that's going on. I've, I've got into this. I said, I think it's a great thing when high school sports get sanctioned. I think it means mm-hmm. more. It means a lot. I'm going to get into this. In the Indiana scene, what's better, what's bigger? Club, like club softball, club soccer, club basketball, or the high school piece for the athletes? What's your read on it? And that's very interesting. And I think, I think in many ways they're even. Um, except for soccer. Soccer is a different animal, so I'll address that separately. But I think for like softball, for instance, I think they're about even. Just because when you're playing high school softball, all these kids have D1 recruits. You're playing a lot of the, the high-level talent. Like there's kids in our area. We have a pitcher going to Oklahoma, another going to Florida. Okay. They're both ranked like number one in their class. And, I mean, you pick any school and they're going to have a cup. You know, they're going to have multiple D1 recruits. So for the kids' perspective, it's a great chance to get recruited and get noticed. And then during the summer, during the off season, for softball, they're able to go out and they can play some different competition, expose them, you know, get exposure to some different schools. But I think in terms of recruiting, it's about even there. So I think there's equal investment in both. Soccer is a different animal because there's some club teams I think that poach kids in some training academies that poach kids from their high school teams and have them play for them and don't allow them to play for their high school team, um, which I know is kind of it seems like a. I don't want to say controversy, but a conflict that's slowly starting to come to a head out here. And it's something that I'm going to start reporting on and looking into and learning more about myself over the summer. But I think for soccer, it maybe strains a little bit more towards the club side, just in terms of getting noticed. And it's still kind of a, a budgeting sport here in, in Indiana. Soccer is, <clears throat> but but the level of talent is all because the level of talent is all kind of concentrated in one specific part of the state, and that's in, on the north side of Indianapolis and some of the counties to the north. But, yeah, it's a very interesting dynamic. Okay, so I had a club basketball coach. I saw this. Is a club. This is AAU basketball coach. He said, and the reason I asked this, he said, hey, I got kids taking vacations during the club season. He goes, why why don't you guys take a vacation during the high school season? And and I thought he was crazy. He was joking, right? No, no, he's serious. Uh, I mean, what a jerk. <laughs> I mean, frankly, to be to be perfectly frank, like, if I say you should take the vacation in school season, first of all, you're implying that the kids are probably in this class to go on a vacation. Second of all, I think that making, you know, playing these sports year-round, um, I think it's really important for kids to take vacations like that and have a break. And if it interferes with your club season and your club team lose the game at some tournament and Wayne, Nebraska, or whatever, who cares? You know what I mean? And, and for the kids, I think it's important and healthy for them to take a break like that. I mean, those club teams, especially, you know, for softball, talking about that, I mean, that consumes like your entire summer where you had a different tournament every weekend. And I don't know, I just, I think getting upset with kids for spending time with their family and taking a break from the sport, especially during the AAU season, is frankly kind of asinine. Um, and I mean, that's just, that's, I don't know, man. That's just that's kind of an infuriating take because it's like you know we want to address burnout, mental health, these kids, and then you have coaches who say stuff like that, and then taking it to another level, who say like, well, if you miss this, then we're not going to play you, or if you miss this, then suddenly coaches are going to stop caring about you and all that stuff, which is just ridiculous. If you're good enough and 
you know, you're going to catch these coaches' attention by doing it the right way. And kids should never feel bad for taking a little break, especially with how hard and love of dedication that these kids put in year-round as it is. Brian Henson on tonight, former Argus leader, writer now with the Indy Star, covers high school sports, IndyStar.com here on the Nate Brown Show. So I'll get into a couple of things here. South Dakota's sending out to the schools, Brian. You covered high school sports a long time here. They're sending out to the schools a new um, you know, explanation and essentially rules of no recruiting for athletics. And here's all the specific things you cannot do. Don't do this, this, letters, pamphlets, stuff like this to try and get a student slash athlete to come to your school. Do you think that's fair? Yes, it's very interesting that they're doing that, though. I wonder what sparked that, because when I was in South Dakota, I don't think I'm out of speaking on terms when I say that I just kind of assumed that that stuff was kind of happening underneath the scenes, maybe not as blatant as yes, like a, yes, a pamphlet I, I or something that. like that, you know? But but certainly conversations in that, it's, it's interesting that they're saying that so outwardly, but I, I don't think it's controversial by any means. I just think that it's interesting that, that they're saying it, but it makes sense. Um, now for a school like O'Gorman or St. Thomas More, some of the private schools, I'd be curious how that works because it's understandable. And I think that they're, they're within their right to send out flyers to everybody and, you know, versus just targeting athletes. Obviously, they shouldn't just target athletes and not implying that they are. But, you know, for those private schools, that kind of makes sense where they have open houses. And coming from a place in St. Louis where private schools are the big thing and there are, you know, hundreds to choose from, that was kind of tradition where you got flyers from schools and had an opportunity to learn more from them. So how do you kind of draw the line there? But yeah, it's yeah, a tough I mean, question. Terms- I, I think um, I feel like everybody recruits to a point. I believe that, Brian. Oh yeah, and I mean, all of us can probably name stories, name names. You know, kids that magically appear in other districts or magically, you know, traveling. However far you want to go to go play at a school, it happens out here too. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Was there something that sparked that? that well, there was, that, a, there was a formal complaint that one school recruited a kid for sports this past year, and that's what got it going. I tell you what's really interesting about this state is that it's curious to hear that one, if it, it, I'm not saying that it was or trying to assume that it was a school, but if one school were to point the finger at another school, because then suddenly, you know, you have four fingers pointing back at you, and then your dirty laundry is being aired out too. You know what I mean? Because it, it, recruiting kind of feels like the kind of thing that everybody's doing, so nobody really says anything about it publicly. Or yeah, it's very hard to it. prove, by the way, too. Very hard yeah, to absolutely. prove. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there are rules in place, too, with bonafide moves and all that stuff. Like, it's not, it's not as simple as, okay, my kid, I want my kid to go start at Lincoln High School in Sioux Falls, so we're going to travel over from whatever, you know, Brandon, or we're going to make a six-hour drive every morning from Rapid City. I don't think it's that simple. I think there's some stopgaps in place. Um, well, it'll be yeah, interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, it'll be uh, the schools are voting on that to clarify the rules of recruiting uh, student athletes in South Dakota. Sixty percent of the schools have to say yes, we agree with this to make the rules more uh, strict and detailed. Uh, last one, Brian Henson on tonight, IndyStar.com, high school preps writer. Okay. South Dakota basketball had an opportunity here, Brian. I've been trying to put together a Rapid City Classic. St. Thomas More against Central Stevens. Oh, yeah. Double A oh, yeah. against Class A. St. Thomas mm-hmm. Moore's played Sioux Falls, Washington, oh, and yes, O'Gorman. Yes, yes. Um, uh-huh. we, we had the vote. The Double A athletic director said no. Basically, everyone else said yes, and it's not going to pass. And I said, 
this would have been playing each other without a deduction for the double-A team. You know, the seed points. So, mm-hmm. hey, there's yeah, no penalty yeah. if you play a class-A team. I wish we would have done it. I, I don't know why they didn't. What's your take well, on that? You've seen games like that. Apologies for getting giddy, but I, you and I were talking about this. We were texting about this when it came out, and I'm really surprised that it didn't happen. And it makes sense. And this is something that they had been talking about when I was in Sioux Falls, of allowing teams from class double-A to play A and B teams without suffering a C-point loss. Yes. Um, you know, but there was going to be a cap on it. So it wasn't going to be like, oh, my team stinks this year, so we're going to go play a bunch of really small, terrible schools from the really small towns and build up a bunch of wins and, you know, no, add a record. Games, like, a it was going to be a cap. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and the example that you and I are talking about, and the one that I will always go back to, is St. Thomas Moore versus Washington on the girls' side, Jamie Parrish and Brandon Candle. And, a series that is mutually beneficial for the number of players that come through there. You know, the Duffy family, um, Drew Gilton, uh, Haley Timmer, and all that on the on the St. Thomas Moore side and the way that they play man-to-man defense. And then for, for Washington, Sid Shetman, Jack Olinga, Winnetonda, you know, and then just the size of Abram being a big school in two falls and the talent and then, you know, just two good coaches. And there's just so much benefit for both schools, both programs to learn from that. And it was turning into, when I was there, I remember when I first started, it was turning into a good rivalry. And I think that there's so much benefit to that from a basketball side and then from a pure entertainment side. I'll go back to players that I know. Let's say like Yankton versus DeSmet, when DeSmet was loaded, and Yankton still had Matthew Morris. Like, that'd be such a fun game. Yes, but yes. If you're on, if you're on Yankton's side and you don't have that rule about two points and you're fighting for a position in such a stacked class where only, you know, eight teams get in <clears throat> or 16 teams get in, you're fighting for seed points. Um it doesn't make sense for you to take a hit in seed points by playing by playing a DeSmet or playing a St. Thomas Moore, one of those small schools. You know what I mean? So by not allowing teams those exceptions, those opportunities, you're really you're robbing the kids of opportunities. Um, you're robbing teams. You know, <laughs> I mean, any team, name a team, a good team, bad team. You're robbing them an opportunity to get better, and then for the smaller school too, same thing, an opportunity to challenge themselves and see how good they are, and, and really test themselves to get some of the best. I mean, what's the best, one of the best events every year? It's the Hanson Classic with, you know, A B schools playing each other. And some of those cool events at the end of the Pentagon with the cross classes and things like that. And I think they missed I think it. My, they missed it, I man. do too, man. I think they missed the, the market really, really badly. And it's, it's too bad. I think between that and then, you know, the state tournament thing, I won't dig that up. But just continuing on with that and just, you know, splitting them up, I think it's silly too. And By yeah, the way, the, Stevens brought – this proposal saying, hey, as a double-A school, we want to play A or B, just two games, no penalty, and they would have been able to play a St. Thomas Moore or Rapid City Christian right here in town, save on the budget, create some revenue and excitement mm-hmm. here in this market, great high school basketball games for the kids and fans, and um, Stevens brought it, but many of the double-A teams voted against it. That was um, really disappointing. I tell you what, that and then, yeah. Did, didn't Stevens lose their gymnastics program too? I've been following that on the Sioux Falls side. I know it's yeah. I well, I mean, gymnastics isn't going to be sanctioned just statewide. I mean, it's just wow. not going to be sanctioned statewide. There's some things that's, popping, man, in your old yeah, stopping grounds. In your old stopping yeah. grounds, watching from afar. Um, IndyStar.com. Brian Henschen covers the high school sports scene out at Indianapolis. Always good to have you on, man. Thanks for the time. Absolutely, brother. Take care. I appreciate it. Brian Henshin on tonight. High school sports writer now. IndyStar.com, formerly of the Argus leader in Sioux Falls. All right. Into the drive at 5 on a Monday. Let's have the basketball debate we need to have, okay? 
Everybody's all the rage about banning this play. They, they saw this happen over the weekend, and they said, we, we should really be in 2023 able to not have this play in the game of basketball. Would you agree? Next. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Hi, this is Jeremy with Gary's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Gary's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you, so stop by, get a great selection, and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Jerry's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha, and remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate? On a Monday in the drive at five, powered by Summit Automotive Group. When it comes to pre-owned selection, Stacy and Matt have the cars, SUVs, trucks. You've got them right there. Take a look at car buying truly built around you from none of the high-pressure sales gimmicks, the right experience every time. SummitAutoGRP.com. Car buying truly built around you. The Summit difference. SummitAutoGRP.com. The Nate Brown Show on the drive at five featuring Doug Ottawa coming up from Denver. College football program down in Colorado's lost seven players in the last couple of days. 
What's the real story? We'll get to it. Doug Otto will Mile High Sports. Also, the Nuggets rolled the T-Wolves last night by 30. Denver Nuggets, is that the team in the uh, NBA playoffs? Doug Otto will straight ahead. Five questions from Chris on a Monday. I will have my five answers uh, coming up. Okay, I got to get a question of the day out here brought to you by Murphy's Pub and Grill, downtown Main Street, Rapid City. Home for the Sriracha BLT special this week. How about it? Love it. Um, also, live music on Thursday night, uh, 5.30 start time at Murphy's downtown on Main Street. So, there was two injuries over the weekend. Two injuries in the NBA playoffs to major stars in the NBA. John ja Morant from Memphis and Giannis for the Bucks. And how they were injured is these guys are high flyers, highlight reel players. They're driving in, they're going up for a dunk, and a player steps in and takes a charge. We all know what a charge is, right? Set your feet. I'm, I'm going to meet you at that spot before you go. I'm going to set my feet, slide in. Boom, I take a charge. And people are going nuts over it this weekend because Giannis got hurt. Looks like he's going to be back, but he got hurt his back. He was out for the game. And then John Morant... Had a bad wrist injury. We'll, we'll see where he's at uh, for Memphis. And and Memphis lost and so did the Bucks. So both teams lose their stars because the guys, that's their game. Drive, high elevation, dunk it, finish at the rim. But now in the game of basketball, as long as you're outside of the restricted area, as a defender, I can get in there, take a charge. And here's what people are actually, when I say they're all up in arms about it, Here's a, a basketball writer, okay? This is more than one, but I found a couple here today. Here's what he said. For the love of basketball, we need to end charges. That, that's what he says. Um, he said, basically, it's, it's a call that we need to take out of the game. That's one writer from the Bleacher Report. Another writer from The Athletics said, taking charges needs to be banned. Because players are just sliding at the last minute, if you want to say that. From a basketball standpoint, I think the two charges that were called, I was going back and watching the videos, John Morant and uh, Giannis, I think they were charges, whether you want to debate it or not, it, it's subjective, okay, but I think they were charges, and the players got hurt because they're they're running into Anthony Davis, running into Kevin Love, and... They're flying through the air and falling down. John Morant, you know, hits his wrist and Giannis hits his back and the whole thing. Here's, here's the debate is, is there any legitimacy to thinking about taking the charge out of basketball? Meaning the basketball defender can get to the spot, but can they not block the shot or challenge the shot? Is it just... I get to the spot, I put my hands down, I take a charge. Is there any legitimacy to banning the charge in basketball? My question of the day is, people say, hey, you got two stars that go out of the NBA games this, this weekend, two stars that are gone because of these charge plays. They're, they were both very, very similar. Let's ask that question of the day. Let's see some answers coming in. 720-1067 is our number, the Nate Brown Show. Um, is it legitimate to even think about eliminating the charge in basketball? Is it legitimate to even think about eliminating the charge? 88% of you say, no way, it's a smart defensive play. 
12% of you say you can eliminate it. It's a cheap play. A cheap play. Okay, the argument that uh, the, the charge eliminators are saying, they're saying when this rule was put in the place back in the 1920s, guys weren't high flyers. Guys weren't elevating, getting to the rim, dunking, the whole thing. So these, these guys say it's an archaic rule. Basketball was not an aerial sport, if you want to call it that, when the guys are driving, elevating so quickly. I, I, I get it. I get it. I don't want guys to get hurt. I don't love seeing that. But the deal is, how can you end the charge? That's what I'd like to know. Okay? How can you end the charge in basketball? We've been having the charge and defensive players that are, maybe they're shorter. Um, and, and by the way, what can the defense do? What, what, what can the defense even try to do if I can't take a charge? On Giannis, maybe he's out of control. I set my feet before he takes his shot attempt. That's what a charge is. I got to set my feet. People act like, oh, they did it at the last second. No, that should, that should be called a block. A charge is, I'm set, I beat you to the spot, I'm set before you start your shot attempt. The subjective part comes in, is getting ready, raising the ball above your head, have you left your feet yet? Well, no, they hadn't. If I've left my feet, I can't take a charge then. These guys hadn't left their feet yet over the weekend, John Morant and Giannis. They got the charge calls uh, called on them, they got hurt, and now we got people saying, I mean, this is just old basketball. It's old-time basketball. I can't, I can't eliminate the charge. I feel pretty passionate about it. I don't think there's a, uh, a way you can do that. I don't think there's a way you can do it. A listener text, 720-1067. No, I'm not eliminating the charge. We're taught since elementary school how to play defense, and that's a defensive play. Um, well, here's the thing. Can we challenge the rim? I mean, you're going to have a lot of collisions doing that, too, by the way. The defense is at a disadvantage if you eliminate the charge, obviously. And by the way, those guys are already at a disadvantage more times than not when LeBron comes rolling in there like a bull. Giannis, John Morant, they're just rolling to the basket. What can I do as a defender? I don't understand how you can eliminate a charge and the defenders, then, then what do they do? <laughs> we just let Giannis run right through us? I mean, honestly, that's what would happen if you've watched NBA basketball at all. Uh, Lister text, a defensive player must be set before the offensive player leaves his feet or it's a blocking foul. The rule needs to remain. Okay? I'm with you on that. I think a legitimate charge is a legitimate defensive um, strategy trying to get charges, and it's a needed part of basketball, especially in the physicality. I know basketball's changed. Guys are now jumping and elevating the whole thing, but the physicality's through the roof. And so we just let the bigger guys win if we don't have a charge at all? I don't, I don't know what the um, answer is if you want to eliminate the charge. No, nobody's really saying. They say, well, we got to get rid of the charge. But scores already have leeway to initiate contact. They, they already have the leeway. As a defender, i got to do all sorts of things. Um, as an offensive player, I initiate contact and, and all sorts of stuff rolling to the rim. Uh, Lister text, bring back the hand check if they get rid of the charge. 
Okay, so then you can get right up on them, push, 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 a little physical out front. The problem is they're so fast to the rim. They are so fast to the rim. You've got to lay off, and then you've got to try and get to your spot and read it before they elevate. It's a tough play anyway. Now we're going to try and make it tougher on the defenders? I'm not with it. Can't do it. I'm with the uh, 88% of you. Can't eliminate the charge. Doug Ottawill's in next, Mile High Sports. Let's see what happened to this college football program over the last couple of days down in Colorado. Doug Ottawill on the way. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Head to Pulp's Tire Service for huge savings on auto and light truck tires. Now through April 30th, get $70 instant savings on a set of four select Bridgestone tires. Get $60 instant savings on a set of four select Firestone tires. Increase your savings by $30 when you use your Pulp's credit card. Plus, you can save an additional $20 off installation when you buy four select Bridgestone or Firestone tires. Hurry to Pulp's. Offers end April 30th. Pulp's. We know tires and service. You should know Pulp's. Visit Pulp'sTire.com. Subject to credit approval. See store for complete details. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows dip down to about 41 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Southeasterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 76. Cloudy skies expected. Cloudy skies again tomorrow night. Scattered thunderstorms likely 38. Mixed precipitation possible at times Wednesday and Thursday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 62. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer from Denny Menholt Toyota. Use your phone. It's fast and easy. Pull up our website, click on Value Trade-In, scan your VIN, and tell us about your car. You are on your way to a no-hassle, no-commitment cash offer on your vehicle in under five minutes. Bring your vehicle and your Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer to Denny Menholt Toyota and get cash or trade-in credit today. See you soon at Denny Menholt Toyota, Rapid City. Adams ISC in Rapid City, South Dakota. The name you've come to trust with all of your hydraulic cylinder servicing needs. Whether it's a simple repair or replacement, no one outperforms Adams ISC. Bent rods, leaking seals, or worn out fittings, they've seen it all. At Adams ISC, they'll get you turned around and back on track in no time. Adams ISC, your hydraulic cylinder service specialist in Rapid City. Just Google Adams ISC for more information. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. If you've considered selling your current home, let me take you to that next step with confidence. The Black Hills housing market is competitive, and I have been in the business of attracting buyers for 15 years. Let's make it happen. Contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. List it, sell it, and move on. With me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back into the Drive at Five on a Monday, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, your sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show Live. 1067 FM, 1150 AM, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Live stream there. Down to Denver, Doug Ottawill's in. MileHighSports.com. Let's hit a little bit here on Twitter at D Ottawill. 
Doug, good to have you, man. How are you? I'm great. It's a uh, it's a nice day in Denver for like the first time in a long time. Really? Okay. I don't feel too sorry for you. I mean, you guys live in the banana belt down there. I mean, you guys are <laughs> are fine. Uh, we all got nice weather today. That's good. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to go to the Colorado Buffaloes. You know about the Buffs and Deion Sanders. Here's here's the deal. Two things. He's got a sold out tickets. So season tickets are sold out is what the announcement was. And here's the other thing. The last two days, they've lost seven players to the transfer portal. So so is this Dion um, setting the scene? What do you say? I think it's a I think it's a byproduct of having kids that were playing for a Division One program that wasn't able to compete very well last year, and now that they're in a system and playing for a coach that understands what the what the level needs to be, they they quickly figure out they're not going to play, and and I think that's just kind of he's never made any bones about that um they you know they uh they came in as a staff and and basically said hey if you if you don't belong here you should leave and and like he was not even shy about saying some of you won't be here next year and i think you know it might have been the the difference between kids who knew they probably weren't going to play when he got hired and the ones who maybe thought no i can play and then you know, they go up against some of the guys that he's brought in, and it's evident that they're they're not at the talent level that he expects, or maybe guys have leap leapfrogged them on the depth chart. I think that's more what you see. I, I don't see any, or haven't heard any kids that hate the program or don't like Dion. Um, it's more of I think kids are realizing. I'm not going to play here or I don't have a big future here because the standard's higher. And I think that's, you know, it's a great thing, really, because Colorado has not had that for for quite some time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's been a long road there at Colorado. So seven players entered in the transfer portal in the first couple of days as that puppy opened up. And then on on the bright side, if you want to say that, maybe that is the bright side, but season tickets sell out. So what's it feel like to you, man? Um, we haven't seen that in a long time. Is Colorado getting what they thought they were getting? Oh, yeah, and, and then some. I think, uh, you know, the interesting thing, and, and kind of simultaneously along with Mile High Sports, when we first started the company, we had a, I guess you'd call it a publishing division, and we published uh, magazines for the CU Athletic Donor Base. Okay. And I'll say there was maybe seven, eight thousand people that got the magazine. It was called Stampede, and you know we did this for probably ten years, and never once did we have a situation where they were even close to selling out football. I mean, and and I say this with all due respect to the school and and the people that we worked for, but we had to invent a lot of content that was, hey, this kid is an academic All-American, and that's why you should be proud to donate. And, hey, this tennis player over here won, you know, the Big 12 or won the Pac-12, whatever the case was. And, and it's, it was definitely a the, – the, the publication was meant to justify people that gave money to the program. And now the message is completely flip-flopped. It's, hey, you want a program? 
we went and got the guy. And when I say the guy, I mean, he is the guy in the country. And now the message is, give us money. You, we got him. You give us money now to, to keep this rolling. And I think that that's where, that's where you want to be. That's where Alabama is. That's where Texas is. I mean, and CU's new or new again to this game, I guess. So, you know, in, in the in the 90s when they were winning, I don't think the level of financial commitment from donors and alumni had to be the same as what it is now. I mean, I, I think if you don't have that now, I think you, you're you not long for Division One, especially football and even basketball to some extent. But, you know, I think with Dion is coming – a lot of money, not just from donors, but from sponsors. I think, you know, the, the opportunities for kids to make NIL money at Colorado has grown by leaps and bounds just in the last six months. I mean, it's a completely different, just a, just a different landscape altogether. And Boulder and CU is a different place right now than it was six months ago because of Deion Sanders. Doug Ottawell's on tonight from Denver, milehighsports.com, talking Colorado Buffaloes football. I mean, man, we never talked Colorado Buffaloes football on April 17th. But let me let me one more on this. Do you think the future of, of CU football is in the Pac-12 or the Big 12? Because there's changes happening. That's a great question because – you know, with Dion, the Pac-12 suddenly looks like a better conference. Not only is it a better conference because he's there, but it's one that they can win. And in shorter in shorter term, I think. I, you know, I don't want to say that they're going to go out and win it this year. I think as exciting as it is, I think there's got to be some kind of a growth curve to, to be back in national prominence in the wins and loss column. But I think the Pac-12 represents a faster chance to become that team uh, because you can, you can climb the Pac-12 faster than you probably could the Big 12. Um, however, I think that a little bit of what, what will determine that is what is the Pac-12 going to do. In my mind, the Pac-12 would be a very strong conference if they went out and, and got, uh, let's say, a, a Boise State and uh, – an SMU, you know, a northern school and a southern school, but but something that gets you markets you don't have. And Dallas would be a huge market for the Pac-12. In a lot of ways, I think that's a that's a very affluent market, huge, you know, Twin Cities kind of market that they don't have. And if they did have it, and and honestly, SMU is is a school that has the money um, to to play with those guys. They're, they have big boy money. They've got all the facilities. They've got all the academics, all the things that are sort of in parallel with, with the Pac-12. Um, that would fit. And, and that's just an idea. And it's not solely my idea. I've heard people talk about it before. But to me, it's, it will see you stay there is somewhat based on what do they do with those open slots or how, how much of a, you know, what's the press like coming from the Big 12? Does the Big 12 really want CU now? They probably want him a lot more now with Deion Sanders than they did, you know, before he arrived. But that's a that's a great question, and I really don't I don't have any insight as to which way they're leaning. Um, but I, I would say the Pac-12 represents a faster way to get back to the top. 
Um, the Big 12 is obviously really appealing because they have a lot of those things in place already, TV deals, national prominence, all those kind of things. Doug, let me ask you about uh, the Nuggets here, man. Um, so, number one seed, they haven't been the number one seed in the history of the NBA playoffs. They rolled the Timberwolves last night. The national media will not say the Nuggets are the real deal. Nobody will. I mean, everybody's fixated on the Lakers and whoever else. Are the Nuggets the real deal? It's a tough one for you. Hometowner down there. Are they the real deal? Yeah, I'm not ready to say that either. I I think of all the teams in the West, yesterday over the weekend, they look like the real deal more than just about any of them Um, because they were so dominant and they played such good defense. But I will say this, and and this was my takeaway because I was there last night. Um, Great atmosphere. People were going crazy. I was extremely underwhelmed by Minnesota. I thought Minnesota looked they they looked not good against the Lakers. Um, I thought that they they weren't super convincing against OKC to get in. No. Um, and so I, I you know when they came in, I thought, well, this is a team the Nuggets should handle, and the Nuggets did. To their credit, they took care of business in very convincing fashion. So that was that's all you can ask of them. But I'm not ready to say that they're the real deal until they're really tested. Um, even if they sweep the Timberwolves, I'm not ready to say they're the real deal because the Nuggets, in my mind, are that team that has a, a – it's almost like a force field. they they got to cross through that thing in order for people to believe. <laughs> yeah, and, and I believe just, that. Yes, that's a good point. I mean, it's like, oh, the Nuggets are good, but they're they're, they're not that good. And I don't know. That's why I ask you. I, I, I feel that way, too. I'm like, they, they look good, but I don't know if they're they're that good. Um, we'll see. Just underway, the NBA playoffs. Last one for Doug Ottawa, milehighsports.com. Russell Wilson, the story is he was golfing, and uh, he tipped over a golf cart. He rolled a golf cart. What are we doing? Well, what's he doing? He, he didn't see the bunker. He rolled it in the bunker. Well, what I was more interested in is that he was at Fossil Trace, which is a public course. Really oh. nice course. Really nice course, but public? I mean, does Sierra's <laughs> husband really play at public courses? That's, no, you I, could run into him out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I kid, but, uh, man, I don't know what it is about athletes and golf carts, but it's a, it's, a, it's a dicey situation. I don't know if you remember the name. This is kind of a tangent, but the, the name Matt McChesney. He played. He was a. I think he was an All-American for the University of Colorado. Played for the Jets, the Jaguars, uh, the Broncos for a little bit. His career ended because he got in a golf cart accident mm. with Tyler Brayton of the rate of the Raiders. Mm. They were college friends. And as, as soon as I hear something like this with Russell Wilson, it always just like it always brings me back to like, man, this is a real deal. These guys can get hurt by golfing. I don't get it. Um, you know, I'm going to say Russell was clear there. I, I don't know what happened. He's probably looking for the ball. It, you know, I mean, I, sh- I shanked one. I'm looking for the ball. Oh, man, I just went down a five-foot uh, bunker. Um, maybe that's what happened. We shall see. Yeah. I hope he's we've okay. All, we've all done it. We've all done it. I just haven't actually rolled the cart, right? Okay. Can he read the defense better than he read the bunker? That's it. Okay. That's the key. Um, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't been great at looking downfield. You're right. <laughs> no, right, right. Doug Ottawell tonight, milehighsports.com. Always good, man. Thanks a lot.
You bet. I'll talk to you soon, Nate. Appreciate your time. From Denver, milehighsports.com. Doug Ottawell on tonight. He's on Twitter at dottawell here on the Nate Brown Show. And uh, that's it for tonight. We got an emergency uh, pop-up tonight, okay? 543, just cutting a little short on the Nate Brown Show. But if you missed some of the show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. We got a roll tonight. I'll send you right into the odd couple tonight. The Nate Brown Show podcast, full of great guests and stuff tonight as we kick off the week. We're back tomorrow at 4. And, yes, we will visit five questions from Chris and a lot more on tax day tomorrow. Am I going to be able to make it? Am I, am I going to make it tomorrow? Yes, I will. The Nate Brown Show podcast going up right now. The Odd Couple is coming on next. We're back tomorrow at 4. See ya.